Hey, 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 this is Noah Heron. Uh, I'm your host of the All Our Ways podcast. And today you are in for a treat. Our guest is Alexander Pappas from Hillsong Young and Free. Yes, you heard that right. Hillsong Young and Free in the building on the All Our Ways podcast. I'm so pumped because I know that this conversation is going to bless you in some way. But before we dive in, I want to let you know about some free resources that are available to you right now. After you listen to this conversation, you're going to probably want to be even more intentional about worship and helping others do the same. Maybe you're a youth leader, small group leader, or you just want to learn more and and go deeper. Um, You can do that by checking out feed, F-E-E-D, dot Bible slash all our ways. This site is packed with free resources to engage teens, young adults, everyone really with God's word. There's a free small group series specifically about worship and prayer. It's the entire package, everything you need to know, uh, including videos, discussion questions, scripture, you name it, it is there for you. I've seen this up close and personal with our our, uh, ministry at Neighborhood Church here in Atlanta. We've been using it with our young adults and um, even our students recently. It has just gone over so well. Really, really effective stuff and it is all absolutely free at feed.bible slash all our ways. So go check it out. One more thing before we jump into today's episode. Um, I wrote a book. It's called Viral Jesus. I'm not going to pitch it to you, but I do really, really believe in the message of the book. And it's on sale on Amazon right now. Just search Viral Jesus by Noah Heron. I really hope that you enjoy it. I hope it's a blessing to you. But for now, we're going to jump into our conversation with Alexander Pappas. He has been a worship leader with Hillsong for several years. He leads at a very high capacity, serves uh, both on one of their campuses as a leader and also in the band Hillsong Young and Free. He's a songwriter. He's an incredible father, incredible husband and leader. And um, I really think that you're going to be blessed by what he has to say today. So without further ado, my conversation with Alexander Pappas. Alexander, thank you so much for being on All Our Ways. Hey, man. It is great to be here. Feeling good, (laughs) feeling spry, feeling awake. My wife gave me like some pointers to make my face less puffy as I (laughs) as I just woke up. But um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it worked. I feel a little (laughs) puffy, but I feel good. Stoked to be here. (laughs) You look incredible. You sound incredible. Um, just a little background on, on you. You've been a part of Hillsong Young and Free for how long now? Uh, since we got started, uh, which was yeah. late 2012. Come yeah, on. so we're hitting we're eight years, which is wow. nuts. That was the first, 2012 was like one of the first times our generation thought that the world was ending. Do you remember that? <laughs> like everyone thought 2012 so true, was going to be man. the year that the world ended and it didn't. So I'm they, thankful. They were wrong. It, it was maybe, no, never mind. I'm not going to go there. I'm not, <laughs> no, not even, not even going to joke about it. <laughs> man, 2012. So cool. So, so do you live in Australia then? Yes, I do. I live in the, in the city of Sydney and uh, it's, it's the promised land. Uh, most of the band live in the suburbs and they're an hour away from the beach and it's wh- why would you live it I'm, I'm literally I'm literally like firing shots at the rest of the band here I'm gonna stop that's great yeah Sydney City 
Man, incredible. And so what is your, um, your specific role with, with the team? I'm sure it's probably taken on tons of different shapes and stuff over the course of the past eight plus years, but what is it, um, what has it been? What is it now? Yeah. So, I mean, if you were to look at my contract on paper, uh, I work 50% for young and free the band and I work, uh, 50% for my local campus. And so, uh, what that sort of means is I work, you know, uh, when I'm touring, you know, for, for young and free and when I'm home, I work for church, but kind of, you know, as we all who are in ministry sort of know it's a hundred percent and a hundred percent, but yeah. uh, it is a blessing. Uh, it is an absolute blessing and I'm so honored to do it. So, um, with young and free, I'm just one of the worship leaders and songwriters and um, and we still have our, our hands kind of dabbling in, in youth ministry on Friday night, especially at the moment we're running youth online. We're like 25 weeks in, um, wow. just putting it on live every single Friday night, which has been a lot of fun, <laughs> keeping us busy uh, in ISO. And, um, and then I am also the worship pastor for our city campus. And wow. so I look after a creative team of about 600 people. Oh my goodness. How do you have, how do you have time to, um, to do anything, man? That's that is insane. And you're just, you seem so chill, just sipping the coffee, I guess, lots of coffee, maybe. <laughs> uh, Australia is the promised land for coffee. I can tell you that much. Um, I didn't even drink coffee before I moved here, but then I got a job. So, uh, I needed it. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> No, man. I mean, I would I would say this for one thing is like I'm grateful to be a part of a church that has 30 years plus uh, experience in developing systems. And, you know, anyone would who would know anything outside of Hillsong music um, would yeah. know our church is quite well known for leadership. Yeah. And um, and, you know, we have great models to to go off of. And um, yeah, and I've, just, I've got a great team, man. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't could not do it without the people around me. And, and even like for me as well, like I'm, I'm one of those people that have a, a major issue, like asking people for help. Mm. Like I, I will never ask anyone for help. And I, like a few years back before I stepped into the role of like running my location, uh, worship team, um, mm. it, like it clocked for me. I was like, that's a terrible leadership quality to have to not be able to ask people for help because the truth is lots of people want to be involved. Lots of people yeah. want to serve and do this and, you know, find their way to contribute. And, but me, if I'm always telling myself like, no, no, Alex, like don't inconvenience people. I'm mm. actually robbing people an opportunity to get involved. And so wow. I still struggle with that. I still have a hard time asking people to do stuff, but I have to choose to not. And, um, Luckily, there's a bunch of amazing available people around and come on, they make it work. We make it it's work. Incredible perspective, man. Um, I, this is such an honor for me uh, to be talking to you right now because I've been such a huge, a huge fan of, of Young and Free, what you guys have been doing. I think the first time I really um, heard of you guys, I'd heard of you guys, but the first time I really was like, man, this is I'm adding this to my Spotify playlist, you know, my, my Jesus playlist <laughs> was um, back around, like, I think it was in 2015, you guys came out with um, 
the amazing grace, like, like re, uh, you like rewrote an amazing grace, um, song. And do you know what I'm talking about? Um, uh, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saves. Oh yeah, broken that one? Okay, yeah, 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 man. Everyone's just dropping off right now. They did not come to hear me sing. They came to hear you sing. But bro- <laughs> broken vessels, yeah. The the bridge was like the amazing grace, I think. Yeah, but man, yeah. um, that song, I just I could not stop listening to it. And since then, I've just been following you guys, and I- I've always wanted uh, to know how you guys landed on young and free as the name of the band. Um, yeah, totally. There's a lot of layers to that for one, and this isn't really the reason, but it is in the Australian national anthem. Ah. So like, it's like Australians all let us rejoice for we are young and free. So it's, it's very deeply rooted in Australian, uh, in Australian people, uh, if you wow. will. But, um, but no, um, it was a message uh, of like, it was a mantra of the youth movement of our church for a long, long time. And, um, you know, before us, the, uh, you know, the youth ministry was called actually United and United Hillsong United was the band. They were the youth movement band. They represented the youth ministry. And then in about 2010, I think they, broke off from the youth ministry and they just became the band that we all know and love and so there was this gap for a couple years and and it was you know it was really funny like i'm glad i wasn't the one to have to pick the name as well our our youth pastors pete and laura togs kind of came up with it but yeah you know as much as it's it's getting funnier as we're like you know i said we're eight years on and uh, we are not as young as we once were and we've always trust me from day one we've joked just as much as everybody else what we're gonna do when we get a little bit older but um but then but but the name it's it's been this mantra because we're called to live a life that is um young in spirit and free in jesus And, and when i say young in spirit i mean um you know our senior pastor says this all the time uh, I've seen a lot of young people who are old in spirit, and I've seen a lot of old people who are youthful in spirit. And obviously what that means is there are young people by age that are weighed down by the burdens of the yeah. world, that are weighed down by the weight of everything going on around them, that you know they don't look like young people. They don't look yeah. like they're living the life we were designed to live, yeah. that he is working all things together for our good. And and there are old people, you know, that person in your church, everybody's got one. The guy who's, I don't know if he's greeting at the door, but he is the most youthful person in the world. And he has been doing it for 60 plus, 70 years. But, um, but there's something, there's this youthful spirit about him that you kind of yeah. go like, man, I hope, I hope when I'm his age that I'm still going to be that in love with Jesus and so kind to people and welcoming of people. And so that kind of is, so truthfully, as much as we are a youth movement band, like our prayer is that our music, whether you're young or old, would minister to that part of your spirit. Wow. And then obviously the free part, we're free in Jesus. Wow. And I think I don't need to explain too much Come about on. that. Hopefully we all get that one a little bit. I love it. I want to talk about the music because um, you guys uh, are coming out with this new album um, and super excited by the time this airs, it will be out. And so uh, super excited to know a lot of our listeners probably already have it on their Spotify. Um, But man, 
you know, right now, um, I just listened to the album uh, for the first time full, fully today. I got it, uh, I think, because a little early because we're doing this podcast, which I'm so pumped about and I'm totally bragging right now. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> but um, man, this you should single... know that I actually don't even have a copy of it. So no! you're beating me. Oh, I, don't even have, I don't even have the I don't even have the flat the final copy. So you Jeez. win. What a flex <laughs> right now. I feel I feel alive. Um, man, what the thing that has stuck out to me, um, even when the first single um, came out about this album is how different it is from any other, um, uh, you know, quote unquote, Christian or, or, or um, worship out, whatever you want to call it, you could literally call it so many different things. But it's so different than any other Christian album that I've ever heard. Um, it really, really does feel like something that you would hear on the radio. Um, some of the songs have a very anthematic kind of feel. Uh, it's, it's, it's brilliant. And Thank you, man. was that y'all's in, uh, I just said y'all, you can tell I'm from the South. Um, was I that- it. I say y'all, makes me feel more American. <laughs> <laughs> Was I'm from the your... north, but I still like it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Was keep interrupting. Your... <laughs> no, you're good. Was it your intention as a band to try to really create something that was was different, or did it come more the starting place out of a out of a place of really just trying to be effective with the youth? Um, and then you wrote something out of that desire. Like, like how did it start? Yeah, I mean. For this album and from day one, you know, I think, and, and you know, it's funny, I've actually never said this and never really thought about it this way, but it's almost like, it's almost kind of like God has almost forced us to stay in our own lane from like day one. Like when we've tried to ever jump into, you know, like what someone else is doing or sound like this or, or all this, like, it's just never worked. Like from day one, you know, we started, you know, our, you, Laura Tog, she was like, hey, to our youth ministry and everybody you see who represents Young and Free now, we were all just serving at youth week to week. We were all youth wow. leaders, creative leaders, worship leaders, blah, blah, blah. And she put this challenge out to write and we go, okay, cool. And like, so what do we know? Like we all grew up with Hillsong United as, you know, the band of our youth. So we start writing and they all just sounded like United B-sides. They were <laughs> like songs that wouldn't make it on the United record. Like, oh yeah, that was a cute song, trash. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and then like, it was, and it was just this like, oh, that click sort of moment. Like, what if we sort of write like what we is, you know, is genuine to us. Like, what if we wrote like, was like, you know, me and my friend Aiden, we got together to write. He's obviously one of the, the main worship leaders and uh, leaders for young and free. And, and we we're like, yeah, let's write like what we're listening to. And on the radio at the time was, you know, David Guetta and Sia songs and like big, like dance tracks. And, and, you know, we were super inspired by music like that. And, you know, we seen our youth ministry dance into songs like that after our praise songs finished. And, you know, we sat down and we wrote this and, and I just think that there has been a blessing on our lane is like mm -hmm. a weird way to put it. But yeah. like, as soon as we've always stepped out into trying to be who is genuine to us, who it's honest to us, both lyrically and sonically. Um, yeah, I just, I just think like God's just continually shown up. And, and it's the same thing. Like, I'm so grateful that it's not, 
Young and Free is not three or four people that maybe you see singing on a regular basis. It's, it's more than a dozen people. And we all like a vast variety of music. You know, you've heard the album. Uh, there's a song called Indescribable on it. And yeah. it's kind of got these like Latin like feels to it. And I would never write that song. You know, like <laughs> Alex Pappas is never going to write that track. Like, cause I mean, for, like, personally, that's not my vibe. Like, uh, but like, you know, I hear like the boys wrote the guitar lines for best friends and mm. the epic arena rock of like world outside your window, this huge track. I'm like, yeah, yes. Like that to me gets me going, but like, that's the beauty of community to me. Mm. And, and that's the beauty of this project as well is like, there is kind of something for everyone. And when everyone is allowed to sort of, again, like run in their own lane, I think that's yeah. when God like really blesses it. And we're all, every single Christian, every single person is going to go through their own level of struggling with comparison. Hmm. Like, well, this is how so-and-so is doing. So this is how I've got to do it. But, you know, the Bible is very specific in saying like, run the race that God has set before you, not yeah. the race that he set before this person, not run the race that he set before this guy over here, run the race that I have set before you. And when we do, yeah. and when we can say that like, we're all gonna, we're all gonna jump over here and there. Yeah. But like, I think what we've been really blessed with is this pull to our lane and mm. staying there and keep pushing where he's set for us to go. Come on, man. So good. I, I, um, I just remembered as you were talking a time, um, I think it was three or four years ago, your pastor was, um, he was over here in the States. It was, it was at a leadership conference. Uh, he's kind of the guru on, on a lot of things, but um, leadership, uh, especially as you mentioned, and he was giving a talk on leadership. He ended up preaching um, a good bit. Like it was just incredible. Um, I took so many notes and, and I'll never forget something he said. Um, he was talking about how, there are so many people with, with problems and how many times um, the way God solves people's problems is by making you a solution um, in their life. And, and, he, and he just, I mean, he said it and went on and, and really broke it down um, scripturally and, and it was brilliant. And I'll never forget that. And, and since that time, um, I've tried to think with that mindset in ministry like like what is the solution either that i'm gonna help solve today or that this ministry long term like the vision of this ministry is gonna solve what are some problems that you guys as a band um hope that your music helps solve in the society and in the times that we're living in right now man it's, that's so huge um <laughs> What a huge question. And I'll, I'll try to answer this briefly. Um, for, I mean, for most people would know um, in January of this year, when we recorded this album at summer camp, which ended up being in the suburbs at Hills, we had to move it away from our summer camp site because Australia was literally on fire. You know, like it was, we were having bushfires all across, especially our state. And um, you, like, you literally couldn't, like, you couldn't be outside. Like it was, the air quality was so bad. And so we obviously couldn't take a thousand young people <laughs> out of the city and all this stuff. So, you know, a couple months later, we, you know, the, the world got hit by a global pandemic. And yeah. uh, one of our, uh, our, our teaching pastor um, was preaching this word. And um, 
he just sort of said this is, you know, Australia did such a beautiful job uh, in, in, in the fires to unite together because we united against a common enemy and that common enemy was the fire. And like, whether you're Christian or not, like we were all, we rallied together, supported industries that needed help, supporting farmers, fundraisers, all this stuff to help people that needed help. And then a pandemic came around and the face of the enemy was no longer a fire. The face of the enemy was you, you could have, you could have it. So stay away from me. The face of the enemy became my brother and sister. And then if, it, if I can be so bold as to say, in the political climate of social justice, still there's people yeah. rallying to one side or another. And, and even like, even whether or not you look different from the other person, people are fighting against their brother or sister because they have a different viewpoint. And this word, he just challenged us, whether it be the pandemic or way, whether it be your beliefs or your stances on certain things, like we are called to be brothers and sisters in Christ. Every single person has a calling and is loved by God. And if our perspective is that, if, you know, we put out this song a couple months ago, or we put out a lot of singles now, it's hard to tell when it came out, but we put, we put out a song called As I Am. Mm. And I don't need to just, to just, if you haven't heard it, I don't need to describe it, I don't think, but the chorus is simply, oh Lord, you take me as I am. Over and over, you call me yours again. And because each and every one of us is going to mess up and we're going to do something wrong. But if he looks at us that way, if he looks at each and every person that way, obviously I, our prayer is that when people listen to our music and we put out live records for a reason, because we yeah. could put it in the studio and it would sound cool and it might work better for radio, but we do live albums because when you, when we capture our church and our youth ministry or wherever we are singing these songs, I believe it raises your expectations. It raises the ceiling of what you believe God can do in your life because mm. there's a unity to it. And in this season of isolation and, and lockdown, I don't know if most churches are meeting where you are or wherever people are listening, but we haven't met in the room in months and we miss mm. it. But when I put on that record of live people mm. worshiping, yes, I'm a little bit triggered when I see people too close together. I'm like, oh, social distance. <laughs> but, but when I hear that level of faith in the room, man, like it, it does something in me again and again. And I yeah. pray that it would do that for people. But if there was another thing that we would really love to see that our songs could do for people when they're listening to a world outside your window, they would realize that they have a calling to bring the gospel of Jesus, to mm -hmm. be Jesus, if I may be so bold, to the world around us. And if we could recognize that he takes each and every one of us the way we are and loves yeah. us and sees us exactly the way we are, if we could begin to see each other as brother and sister and live that out and be so bold as to be that to the people in our sphere, and I think the world would be a much better place. Come on, man. That's so good. They need to let you preach some too, not just be, on, I don't know if they do. They might, they might let you preach. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> man, this has been, this has been so good. Um, and just so encouraging to me. I, I think I'd like to uh, kind of wrap up our conversation talking specifically to um, maybe young leaders who are listening to this podcast, maybe they're a worship leader, maybe they're, you know, serving at their youth ministry, maybe they're not even in, in uh, any type of vocational ministry at all, but they're leading 
um, you know, at their job or at their school or, or whatever. Um, one of my favorite, I think it is probably my favorite song on the album, um, was actually one of the singles and it was uh, Lord Sin Revival. And um, man, I just, I can, I can jam to that song while I'm listening, uh, you know, at the gym or in the car, but I also can listen to it while I'm reading my Bible. And just the lyrics mm. are so, um, I think, timely for like the, the world and the climate that we're, we're living in. And I've seen so many people share that song and make that kind of their, their prayer. Um, what would your advice be? to a young leader who sees the chaos of the world, like they heard you just describe kind of the faceless enemy that we're facing and, and they yearn to be a solution to, the, to mm-hmm. the problem, but they might not really know how or the best way to do it. What would you say to that person that's, that's maybe listening today? It's a big one. <laughs> um... Wow. I think, I mean, I think I would start by saying this is, I don't, I don't know if this is a, our generation thing or what, but me personally, I don't like people telling me what to do. (laughs) I have a very, I have a very rebellious spirit. And when someone tries to tell me what to do is when I want to do the exact opposite for sure. But (laughs) this, um, I would just say I would challenge this mindset of, you know, I I find it really inspiring that my senior pastor is 65 plus years old. And he still has a mentor that he meets with whenever he can. And, and I and I've always been challenged by this. And so the people in my sphere and my world, I like, I have a mentor and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm showing my age here, but I'm 30 plus and, uh, and I, 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 have no. to, I have to be proactive. I have to be proactive in getting mentorship because when you're, mm. when you're 16 or whatever and coming through, you know, I'm sure any, if, there, if there's 16 year olds, doesn't, you know, that your youth pastors and your leaders are there to mentor you. They're there to yeah. <laughs> potentially to call you out on your things. And I've been there for sure. But then as you get a little bit older and you kind of start established in a way, you know, you sort of like people's course sort of start like, all right, well, they're probably sweet, but like, I still need it. And like, for me, I'm like, if I want to make change and all this stuff, like when we isolate ourselves and when we, or when we surround ourselves, because friends are amazing. Like having like like-minded friends is amazing and such an important ministry thing because you need to have friends that you just unwind with and relax with. But when you don't have upward relationships as well, whether it's upward connect groups or small groups or things like that, but when you don't have that, when you don't have someone that challenges mindsets, that's when isolation happens. That's when wrong thinking happens. That's when you can convince yourself that my way is the best way. This is the only way to do this. And I would just I simply put, I mean, I, I don't know if this is fully answering your question, but um, like ultimately to me, I'm like, whether or not you're serving on a base level on your team or you're leading and running something massive, um, allow yourself to be mentored. Hmm. 
And if no one's offering it, ask someone. Yeah. And, and I promise you, like from that place, you'll find it much easier to lead people when you've allowed yourself to be led. And I really believe that you'll be able to see like, the change you're looking for. Simply put, because, because if you want change, like you're asking other people to be humble. That, like oh, literally that, if you want to change someone's perspective, if you want to change or if you want God to change someone's heart, you are asking them to express humility, which is yeah. so hard. <laughs> and if you can learn to do it first and know what it feels like and know what it means wow. to live that and represent it, I believe you'll be able to lead in such a way therein. Come on, man. That is so good. It's so crazy to me that we've, we've done... Um, we've done 10 episodes on this podcast in season uh, in season one, and now we're in season two. And I think every single episode that we've recorded at some point in the conversation, having a mentor has come up. And I just, no way. I think that that's gotta be, you know, for, for those of you listening, like that's just gotta be a, um, a sign in your life uh, that if you don't have one, you need, you need to have one. We've interviewed now some of, um, the most incredible uh, pastors, business leaders, worship leaders, and a commonality is uh, that wow. they love Jesus and they have a mentor <laughs> that is uh, that yeah. is really, you know, at least one um, that is really pouring into them. Um, man, Alexander, this has been such an honor to have you on the podcast. I'm so excited for everybody to listen to the new album. It's out. Um, they can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere music is, right? That's right. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> man, thank awesome, you so man. much. Dude thank, dude, thank you. Thanks for having me. This was fun. It was a blast. Uh, Alexander, excited and um, excited for you guys at Young and Free, rooting you guys on, and hopefully we'll talk soon. Thanks, man.